Hi, welcome to the series on business storytelling where I'm going to help you build your story bank. Hi. Welcome to the Story Bank at Stories at Work, a series where I curate true stories from across the world that you can use in business. Let's start today's story. January 22, 1984, the Super Bowl. The championship of the National Football League in America is going on. During each of the ad breaks, the ads that play are very similar and very familiar for those times. Happy people, product shots and a singing tagline. And then the third quarter break begins. As the game fades to black, the ad that everyone sees is like no other that ever seen before. It starts in black and white with hundreds of emotionless men marching down a tube. Today we celebrate the first glorious anniversary of the information purification movement. Apple computer will introduce Macintosh and you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984 Today I will share with you the story of that ad that changed Apple and indeed advertising Steve Jobs always believed that it is better to be a pirate than to be in the navy and that is perhaps why the pirate flag always flew on top of the apple building that was building what steve jobs believed was going to be revolutionary it would change computing completely the macintosh now the previous apple computer which they were selling at that time the apple 2 was facing stiff competition from ibm in fact on 19th october 1983 while the macintosh was still work in progress The Business Week magazine carried a cover story that said the winner is IBM. So clearly Apple and Steve Jobs had their work cut out for them. As they got ready for the launch, Steve Jobs called Steve Hayden, the copywriter from the agency Shire Day, a second-tier agency that used to support Apple in those days. Steve Jobs took Hayden through the features of the computer, what it could do, and then said, "I need an ad that will make the world stop on its track." Hayden's response was well that would be really difficult and in characteristic Steve Jobs sort of bend your reality kind of response he said whatever it takes and the agency went to work and towards the end of the allotted time they still hadn't come up with something when someone in the team chanced upon a rejected script a script that they had presented to Steve Jobs but was rejected the script said why 1984 won't be like 1984 Jobs at that point in time had felt that this was too grandiose an ad for what he thought was a mediocre machine the Apple 3 but now it was different this was 1984 George Orwell was on everyone's mind and indeed the Macintosh felt like this was a revolutionary machine so the Shiad Day team decided to pitch this to Steve Jobs 
but before they went in they wanted to give it all they had and so they approached Ridley Scott to direct the film now Ridley Scott had just made a name for himself by being the director of two fantastic films Alien and the Blade Runner and Ridley added a lot to the script he made it very dark and of course one great thing he did was replaced what was a baseball bat in the script with what you just saw an iconic sledgehammer when the script was presented to Steve Jobs he said oh shit this is amazing he and John Scully the person he had brought in from Pepsi to make Apple into a consumer brand both loved the film and they decided that if they had to give it all they had got and make the world stop on its track they must premiere it at a very big event and so the super bowl was chosen and not just to be shown once but twice the film was shot in london and when it was first premiered at a apple sales conference in early december in hawaii the sales people in apple and the distributors gave it a 2 minute standing ovation and then a derailment almost happened on 10 december 1983 there was an apple board meeting and during the meeting the film was shown when the lights came on almost all the directors had their head in their hand they were all in the late 50s and 60s they looked at john scully and said you're seriously not going to put this out are you scully said why not it's a great film now the board had always thought that scully was the adult supervision for the errant steve jobs and they were aghast that he was siding with him and so they ordered scully to sell the 3 minutes of advertising at the super bowl and right away the $500,000 that was paid for this film a few days later steve jobs called steve wozniak the co-founder of apple and his long-term friend he called him and said come over to the macintosh building i have something to show you when woz came he was shown the film and woz recollects in a later interview he said i was dumbfounded it was better than any science fiction trailer and that's when steve told him that the board had said not to air the film in the super bowl and the super bowl was an expensive uh, proposition because 60 seconds in a super bowl meant $800,000 steve wozniak's immediate reaction was i'll pay 400,000 if you put the other half well perhaps that wouldn't have been possible because apple was no longer a two person company it was a listed company and they had a board but it was a huge sort of endorsement um that the co-founder gave the founder now it didn't come to that because finally shad day could not sell all the 3 minutes they sold two of course john scully believes they didn't try hard enough and then a decision needed to be taken would they show two 30 second commercials of apple macintosh products and benefit or the 1984 film at the last minute steve jobs decided to show the 1984 film and the rest as they say is history Apple never showed that ad commercially ever again but TV station after TV station just after the Super Bowl were commenting on the ad and showing it and Apple calculates that they got close to 45 million dollars worth of advertising during that period what a powerful story where in business can you use this story well in many places the first is think differently think hatke when you are a competitor doing things that are incremental will never work think big the second is that if you believe in something and if you have conviction then stick to your guns because you are closest to the product and you need to be able to defend it third is something i've always believed 
that you know it is better to seek forgiveness than permission and so again if you really believe in something go for it and fourth for all you marketers out there this is a great example that shows that you don't have to always keep showing product features because as simon sinek said people don't buy what you do people buy why you do it see you next week mm-hmm.